Handle on the News. Handle on the News. Well, I listen to your show every morning, and Bill's on the radio right now talking about the tax reform. He's wrong. Delete it. And now, here's Bill Handel. KFI Handle here. It's uh, Friday, uh, June 22. Uh, again, hello to the crowd. Uh, Jennifer Jones Lee. Hello, Handle. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. And there's John. Good morning. And uh, Rich Verada. Hey, Handle. And again, uh, and we'll be all next week doing sports while um, uh, the wonderful um, Wayne Resnick is visiting uh, the capital of the Confederacy. <laughs> <laughs> He's visiting his family. <laughs> Leave him alone. Who are all, con- he, com- he comes from a long line of Confederate slave owners. You know oh. that? You're so bad. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> hey, uh, real quickly before we get to uh, the news. Uh, last night, uh, I was, so I was across the street uh, seeing uh, Panic at the Disco. Ooh, good man. And, uh, and I had no idea who they, absolutely who they were, but uh, my daughter Pamela is nuts. So they were doing their uh party or album release party and videoing it and sending it out uh, live on uh, Facebook. I have no idea how many millions of people were watching uh, in any case. So, oh, uh, we were there uh, and Marjorie and I came because we uh, took the girls. And uh, so we're on a, the, the thing above uh, this little section above uh, watching it. And before that, there was a meet and greet with uh, Brendan Yuri just for pictures and about half a dozen people uh, were uh, invited to do that, including obviously my daughters, uh, because you know my connection to KFI, which those guys know nothing about. <laughs> so uh, I walk out, and oh, no. there it is in front of an iHeart, uh, you know, banner behind me. And out he comes, and he goes, "Hi, I'm Brendan." I go, "Hi, I'm Bill." It was obviously he had no idea who I was, and it was also obvious I had no idea who oh. he was. All right, but it was a couple of strangers, sort of with this stupid grin. Looking at each other, smiling for no reason, having the picture taken. Had you heard of Panic at the Disco no. before this? Oh. <laughs> no, I had no idea. Oh, great. I thought Panic at the Disco, and when I first heard it, some event that happened at a disco <laughs> that uh, was covered in the news. Maybe some shooting something. No, that's a big band. That's They're a, awesome. That's a big they are actually, one of my yeah. favorites. They are actually very good. Yeah. Uh, we enjoyed it. And there's a video up on Instagram at Bill Handle Show. Of what? I guess you. At the, there? Yeah. Really? I saw pictures. So I, I was there, Bill. Hi. I was there. <laughs> Where you were? Yeah, well, I was. Where you must have been way, way in the I back. I was way in the back. Yeah. I didn't get your seats. And I happened to just glance over. Uh, Kari noticed that you noticed you and Marjorie because the light shined. Yeah. And she was like, tap me. Hey, is that Bill and Marjorie? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was Kevin Legrette, who is our market manager, texts me and said, I saw your car in your parking spot. Are you actually here? <laughs> I was stunned that I saw your car. And people need to go to Instagram to see what you wore in true handle fashion. What you wore last night is getting a lot of comments. Hawaiian, oh, yeah. Was it a Hawaiian shirt? Uh, mm, no. no. Actually, it was. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt today. Yes, you but, are. Uh, no. It, it has no, to I was do dressed, with I was, I was dressed his formally. lower half. I was, I was dressed formally. Yes, yes, you were. 
I have to see that. Uh, it's super debatable. Here, let me pull it. I up have and not show seen you. it yet. Uh, While you're waiting for that, I gotta ask John: Was Handel dancing? That's a, that's my big question. Was Bill Handel dancing? Oh yeah, there we were. No, he was oh, just holding no. Marjorie. Oh. He was holding Marjorie. Oh, it's very wait. Holding but out of panic Marjorie, at the disco. Really? Yeah, 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 there, and there we really were. Yeah. There we were watching. You could barely see me. I mean, but you can see those socks though. Oh, my white socks and shorts. In the New Balance tennis shoes. Oh yeah, those you were rocking it last night, Handel. What? I couldn't tell if those are your legs or your socks. They're pretty. They're pretty white. You know, who has the whitest skin. I mean, the whitest skin in the world, Marjorie. I mean, it. it they are stark white. And I remember once we went to Brazil, and Marjorie wouldn't go to the beach because she said everyone's going to laugh at me. And I go, no one's going. No one cares, Marjorie. No one's going to laugh at you. So we're walking along the beach uh, in Rio, and uh, as people are walking past her, they start laughing. And with the vanilla legs, yeah, yeah. Oh. And uh, so Marjorie said, "I told you they're gonna laugh at me." And as a group passed, and I start listening, I said, "Marjorie," and I heard what they said. Uh, I was just listening. They said they have never seen a live person with with skin that that white. Thought so <laughs> she was a cadaver. Oh, with all the blood, uh, the oh. blood drained. It was no, it's true. Now, did uh, Marjorie wear the uh, Brazilian uh, thong uh, bikini? Bill. <laughs> oh, I wish you could have seen the look I, you just gave him. I was just thinking. Oh, I wish we had that. I would wear a, bo- a thong bikini before she would. Your face. I'm thinking, I, I just saw the visual. I'm going, uh, uh, Marjorie? <laughs> She's the most conservative dresser I have ever met in my life. She's so lovely. Yes, she is, actually. All right, guys. Uh, let's do it as quickly as we can. Lead story. California. That's right, I'm going to sue you is among 10 states filing a lawsuit against the Trump administration. Uh, the family separation policy, they're saying it violates due process. But wait a minute, didn't Trump reverse himself and say, we're not going to separate families? Well, they're saying that the entire process uh, uh, is a violation of due process. They're suing for the whole thing. And uh, so keeping them together, not keeping them together, it's all the same as far as they're concerned. It's all a violation, and I, I don't know where they're going. I, I, know, gonna, I know where they're going. They're going to say uh, basically enforcing the border in and of itself is violation of due process. We should have open borders. You know what I'd like to know on, the, on this, because California is joining nine other states. Jennifer, maybe you know, but uh, are these all blue states? They'd I mean, have to be. California, so. Oregon, they would New have York. To be. They would have I'd to like, be. I'd love to know if Alabama and Texas are joining. I would in guess not. All right. Uh, we can do one more. Yeah, let's do one more. I don't really care. Do you? Uh, no. Yeah, Melania Trump uh, visiting uh, in uh, Texas at one of the uh, social services detention center. Wears this jacket on the back. It says, "I don't. I really don't care." Do you with uh, letter U? And it, it's not that she had it made that way. That no. just simply it was a, is a, that. That's just the jacket. But, you know, the politics of it, visiting uh, who decided on her staff that it'd be a good idea to wear a jacket that says that while she's visiting kids in detention. Now, the president says that what was written on Melania's jacket refers to the fake news media. Melania has learned how dishonest they are, and she truly no longer cares. What a crock. You know, it does seem, and really, I mean, it does seem like, 
all the members of the family, because I know Ivanka's been accused of this at times, too, and, and Melania even before in some other deal where she wore high heels, that they seem kind of uh, tone deaf. Um, I think they are. Regards the, what the situation so is that too. they're entering. when I they. Think, I think they are tone deaf. I, do. I, I agree with that. I don't think it was malicious. I just thought it was stupid. All right, let's take a break. Uh, come back, and uh, there's some, some news from Jennifer Jones Lee. KFI handle here on a uh, Friday morning. Big stories that we're covering, of course, immigration. More stories of immigration. We're doing that to uh, all day today, uh, and, uh, occasionally. Let me let me say that we're interspersing it with a few stories, like the Turpin family. They've been bound over uh, the David and Louise Turpin, of course, were bound over for trial, and a sales tax ruling, of which I actually agree in charging sales tax. You ever imagine that I would do that? Also, Rich Barada's here. We're already getting uh, texts and tweets uh, from uh, people. One of them just came in saying, uh, let's see how many times uh, Bill's going to call you a commie pinko. <laughs> and it's going to be plenty. My favorite so far is you sound great, just like the communist I remember. That's fantastic. <laughs> Incidentally, that's not an exaggeration. I want to point that out. Oh, boy. Rich is a little bit on the, the liberal side. I, All right. I back lean we- left. Like you lean left, you're on one of those inversion boards left. Okay, uh, let's move on. A lot of people are saying, how does the CEO of a nonprofit housing immigrant children make $1.5 million in 2016? Well, technically, how does he do it? He has a board that will do it will do anything he says. And it's well. Last year he was only paid seven hundred thousand dollars. So oh. uh, this, uh, or the year before, so twenty seventeen he only doubled it to one point five million. CEOs he, of nonprofits make no, that no, kind of no. money. Even, he, even the IRS guy is yeah, saying he hey. makes nonprofit. For example, the head of uh, uh, Red Cross, yeah, multi multi billion dollar charity. They own most of the uh, they own most of the blood market, and of course all their disaster relief when they come out. Uh, they had Honcho make $700,000. This guy makes twice that. And it's a tenth of the size. But it's his. Uh, he founded it 30 years ago. He effectively owns it. He spun it off as a nonprofit. And this year, it's going to explode because they handle these detention centers. Oh. oh. That's the contract. But it's stories like these that make people not want to donate to nonprofits because they think, oh, it's not actually going to the right. cause. By the way, somehow. this is not a – they don't have to worry about donation. They have a half a billion dollar right. uh, contract, $500 million oh, with yeah. the federal government. Yeah. It just happens to be a nonprofit because that makes it easier, I would guess, to get contracts. It's a legit It's a legit. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they do a, right? oh yeah, they do a good job. I mean, no one's, no one's arguing that it's not a legit nonprofit. And no one's arguing they don't do a good job. It's just that he's making a million and a half dollars. Well, California's Jackie Spear wants 23andMe to get involved with the border controversy. So Representative Jackie Spear from the Bay Area is asking 23andMe, the DNA testing company, to help reunite kids who were separated from their parents under the zero tolerance policy. And that makes a lot of sense. They take away toddlers, two-year-olds. And uh, now how do the parents get together with them? How do they find who's who? 
The kids don't know. Right. That's the whole point. So there, she's saying, let's do DNA testing. And, and this is another, actually, I'm totally in agreement with her on this because one of the concerns is some of the kids that are being brought across the border are not being brought across by their parents. It's a smuggling issue. Yeah. And so they got to make sure that they're, in fact, a family. Bill, I saw a map yesterday of the United States where these kids have been sent. I mean, it is all over. It is. It it is you have these centers that form, a lot of them are Catholic charities. Uh, a lot of them are local charities. I mean, uh, the government actually does attempt to put these kids in the safest place they can. But if they haven't kept good records of yeah. it, then you're going to be in real trouble. Well, it's and in terms of getting good records, uh, you have kids that are separated who don't have birth certificates. Uh, they don't know who they are. The kid can't identify mom or dad. So it's 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 problematic. I can tell you, it's no joke, this stuff. It's not just simple, let's separate parents and put them together again. It is so much more complicated than that. I think we all thought this would happen. A judge in Riverside County has ruled there is enough evidence for David oh. and Louise Turpin to stand trial. Hell is for children. Surprise! Now, here's the thing. They're charged with... I think 92 counts. Yeah. Well, they found, okay, we can charge you guys actually with 91, 91. of those 92 yeah, counts. Yeah, it's, they're going down so big. The interest, the only thing that is, the only thing that I think we can question is what is their defense going to be? And the only defense they have is pointing to the other person. That's what I thought. They'll That's try it. And That's turn the on only defense other. they have. Yeah. You did it. No, you did it. No, you did it. And they're both going down. See, I've already heard stories that maybe it was her who actually inflicted some of the physical abuse, but it was him who would keep the yeah, it's you know, cr- the brutal. negligence of the food and stuff yeah, away. It's crazy. They probably didn't entertain much in no, their house. No. Yeah. Then there's another story. This one's coming out of Lancaster, a suspicious death of a ten year old boy. Yeah, they don't know. Uh, he was uh nine one one was called by his mother saying she fell he fell down. No coroner's report yet, but just based on what the police are saying, this is not looking good. The aunt had called authorities. They had come out and found nothing suspicious. And so they're going to be looking, obviously, at the social workers and the police who came out. And it could very well be there was nothing suspicious if in, if, if there isn't a long-term pattern of this child being beat up. I mean, he could have fallen. He could have, but they still found that there was enough suspicion to take the other six or seven kids who were in the home out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they always err on the side of caution now. Uh, after uh, Gabriel. Gabriel Fernandez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's take a were break. Were these biological children or, or uh, foster No, children? they were biological kids. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Uh, this is KFI. Holding on. Handle here in the morning crew on a, a Friday. And before we go back to handle on the news, I uh, want to remind you or announce it's free movie Friday with Adam Tickets is back. And they're giving you a chance at free movie tickets. You can text them now. Text reporter to Adam1, ATOM number one for your chance to win. It's the Adam Tickets app where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends. Pre-order concessions all from your phone. Skip the line. Standard data and text message rates apply. All right, back we go to handle on the news. Jennifer Jones Lee, Karl Marx, and uh, <laughs> please. 
and me. Rich Murata. <laughs> Police in Santa Ana say a church handyman has been accused of molesting a young girl. This was on Father's Day. Oh. And this guy, Jose Tavares, is accused of luring this little girl. Four-year-old. Four years old with potato chips. See, I think uh, if I were the judge, I would only give him 30 days in the general population. Mm. Oh. He's done in a week anyway, so uh, and, and deservedly so. And now they think they're asking possible more, more possible victims to come forward. How do you find out about something like this? She told her mom. Yeah. She told he was alone. He was known to hang around uh, the little girls and this or the children, and he was seen going into the room with the kids uh, because this is uh, you go to church and the kids are in another room in a play area, and uh, he went in there and this little girl told mom, "Here's what happened." Here, okay, so the guy lives in a van outside the the church yeah. where he works as a handyman. This is the guy's daughter. I really, really thought that he was doing good. Never did I think this, like he would go this far. I'm sorry to say this, but this is embarrassing, like if it's true. What does she mean that he would go this far? I'm yeah, confused. It's interesting. He's uh, doing good. What What happened before? Yeah, good point. Well, he had been arrested. He had been arrested he's on got a bunch a of charges. Yeah, oh. he's been arrested. But nothing like this, Nothing I like guess? that. Maybe he had never gone this far. That's I mean, she what has, she meant. Yeah. I think so. Well, there are more allegations against that gynecologist from USC. Yep, Dr. George Tyndall. And uh, over the course of 30 years, if someone has has been accused by several women, uh, you know that it went back way, way early. You don't just start this two years ago. Well, how does a gynecologist... Uh... I mean, he's examining women. Right? The whole I mean, point is he was examining women inappropriately. He was not using gloves. He was snapping photos. Snapping photos? Yeah. Making remarks uh, while yeah. he was Yeah, just totally it. inappropriate. Well, uh, three U, uh, U, uh, UC campuses, that is, are now being accused of not properly investigating all of their sexual harassment claims. At uh, UCLA, Berkeley, yep. Davis. Yep. Uh, complaints were made uh, against staff, faculty, and the accusation is you didn't jump on it, you let it go. And in fact, while you were allegedly investigating, the person who you were investigating was still doing it. Yeah, lovely. Uh, now, here's part of the story is overall, the University of California system paid out $4.5 million in 20 settlements. But this is from 2008 to the 17th, uh, to the 2017 so uh, over, what, 10 years, $4.5 million, average of $400,000 over a system that has hundreds of thousands of students. Let me ask you. I would you, say they got away pretty, uh, pretty lightly. A, a quick legal question. So a school has, somebody comes forward to a school and they say, hey, we think that, you know, uh, professor so-and-so uh, is sexually harassing women or whatever. Do they, what, how does that process go then? Do they go to Professor so and so and say, hey, you're being investigated? And then these guys I were dumb it, enough to keep doing it? I, or? Think it's, I think it's a policy, depends on uh, the school. I don't think there's a legal duty to do that. So they could keep it private yeah, while they, they're investigating I this. I think person. They, they can. Now you can argue. So this is hush betting, money? You can argue. Uh, no, set, these settlements? Maybe it is, yeah. Uh, but you can argue abetting a crime. 
Could you, I mean, by not telling the person, though, and saying, hey, we're investigating you, allowing this person to possibly continue doing what he's being accused of doing, then doesn't that put the school in even a worse situation? Could be. See, that's how I answer, baby. Yes, kind of, sort of. That's marginal legal advice That's marginal legal. Hey, Bill, is that true? Yeah, maybe, sort (laughs) of. Here's a story that makes you happy. (laughs) The Supreme Court has ruled states can force online shoppers to pay sales tax. Which only makes sense. Brick and mortar stores have to charge sales tax. And already in California, for example, already if you shop on the internet, the brick and mortar stores, depending on how you look at it, are either paying a 10% penalty or the online sales are people buy at a 10% discount. Either way, it is hideously unfair. It, what's good for the goose is good for the goose. But not right? for us ganders right. that are buying. Yeah, I, I almost had that right. It's close. Uh, so is he a saboteur or a whistleblower? That's what Elon Musk has to figure out. Them's fighting words. <laughs> yeah, a former Tesla employee uh, is uh, uh, had uh, been accused from uh, uh, Elon Musk, Tesla, and suing uh, that employee on uh, charges he stole company secrets. And he's saying it's all about whistleblowing on because uh, the way employees were treated. So they're so they're getting into it. Elon Musk and uh, this guy are uh, getting into this thing personally. Oh, yeah. Back and forth emails or I mean, it, it and they're going after each other. Like you said, personally, one of them, a horrible human human being. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should face legal penalties. I mean, they're really going. Have they taken forth. it to Twitter yet, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're twittering like crazy. They're tweeting like crazy. And a quick word is uh, you do not want to get into a fight, a legal fight with a company like Tesla. No. Uh, this is not a good idea. Unless Especially this, if you're an individual. Unless this guy's got serious proof of what he's alleging. Uh, even with that. Really? It's going to be papered to death. Yeah, even with that. Because the defense of this lawsuit is going to be insanely expensive. All right, take a break, and we'll come back with plenty more. KFI, there's Jennifer Jones. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. And this is uh, KFI Handle here. It is a Friday morning. Uh, Rich Murata, uh, you're all excited. Brazil just scored They a certainly goal. did, yeah. Coutinho scored for him right in stoppage time. Brazil leading uh, Costa Rica 1-0 no- yep. now. Yay, Brazil. Like, I care. Those That's are your, your people. Team. Yeah, yes. That's your team. No, Brazilian. they're not my people. I just happen to be born there. Do I look Brazilian to you? Um, you speak the Portuguese. Not very. You know what I sort of do? I have. If I'm back a month, I'm ro- I'm going ahead rattling in Portuguese. But I don't talk to Portuguese. I don't talk. I don't speak Portuguese to anybody. I have no friends. <laughs> well, that is true. All Probably. right. <laughs> Let's move on. ABC has announced a Roseanne-free Roseanne spinoff. Yep. That'll never work. Nope. That's nope. my prediction. The only chance they have is the name of the show is Roseanne not. <laughs> They're calling it The Connors. Oh, yes, they are. It's not going to work. She's the whole driving force in the show. She is the the show. It's like Howard Stern over at, uh, what what was he at? KSL, uh, KLXS, or whatever the hell station he was at. Station disappeared. Yeah. He was the entire station. And so this is what's going to happen, and it's not going to happen. 
Although I thought it was a rotten show. The new show or the yeah, old show? Uh, both. Oh. The new show, even worse. I only saw the very first oh, one. Oh, God. It was just, everybody just stands there, and it's just a platform for one-liners. That's the whole thing. You know, there's no, char- there's no character display, uh, or there's no character development, nothing. It's just everybody stands up and does the stupid one-liners, and they're not that funny. Now, the new show was was kind of politically oriented, though, yeah, right? Yeah, but I still. mean, because it wasn't like a pro-Trump show or something, that's what caused all the hullabaloo about no, it. No, no, well, I don't even know. All I saw, I, I only saw half of one episode, and it was just so stupid I couldn't take it anymore. I think in the beginning it sort of was pro-Trump, but then it sort of evened out, they said, toward the end mm. of it. But again, I didn't watch it either. All so. right, Charles... Uh, Krauthammer. Yeah, he's died. Oh, wow. A real giant in political commentary. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, really high up in there. prize winner. Yeah, I did not know he was a psychiatrist. I didn't either. Who He was a psychiatrist who left, and I don't know if he practiced or not, but he went into political commentary. Yeah, he was a columnist for 30 years. Yeah, and uh, was crippled, uh, was a uh, quadriplegic. Uh, had a, uh, I think it was a diving board accident when he was in college, I think, and yeah. then went to medical school. And it was no small medical school either. Uh, I, was it Harvard? Yes. It was. I mean, that's seriously high end. Uh, those are creds. Yeah. So anyway, unfortunately, he died. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, he issued a statement saying, I only have weeks to live. That's a tough one. Oh, here's another death, oh, this death one. story. Kate Spade's dad died the night before his daughter's funeral. You better believe that you can die of broken hearts. He'd been sick, but they say that that's just it, Rich, that he was completely brokenhearted yeah, over his daughter's death. Yeah, well. Remember the Debbie Fisher? Was it? Uh, yes. Debbie yeah. Reynolds? Yeah. Debbie yeah. Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. within a matter of days. Also, yeah. yep. All right. Uh, let's move into a fun story. Sperm news. <laughs> Why do I feel like I should handle say, handle, this thing. is all you. <laughs> Look at him sitting up straight all of a He's sudden. So in this chair. <laughs> the headline is, woman wins right to use dead boyfriend's sperm. Uh, yeah. There have been many times I've been accused of being dead. But that doesn't mean your sperm is dead. Right. Uh, she, she actually went, uh, she had to go to court. And uh, to uh, actually retrieve, have a doctor retrieve her boyfriend's sperm uh, to create a child. Sperm lives in the body 24, 36 hours after death and can still be retrieved and can be used to create, uh, of course, it'll be an embryo uh, embryo or artificial insemination also works. And uh, normally, uh, here I don't think there's a law that stops it, but down in Australia, you had to go to court to get a court order. And I mean quickly. And the judge said, absolutely. There was all the evidence in the world. They wanted a child. Uh, they had planned on a child. They had made steps to have a child. But they hadn't saved sperm before. No, mm-hmm. no. You know, yeah, well, yeah, when this, at this age, who the hell saves sperm? He's 23. He commits suicide. The couple had been in a relationship for about three years and had planned to get married and have kids. Right. And the judge said the evidence was so overwhelming that it was... Uh, there was no issue. She granted it, and the sperm is now sitting in some deep freeze someplace. Researchers have found a possible link between Alzheimer's and two common herpes viruses. Wow. That's crazy. That's, that's an interesting connection, and, it's, and it, there's a lot of connection. This is not just a small possible connection. It is very strong. 
that uh, there's a connection between uh, these two herpes virus strains, 6A and 7, and uh, it's, uh, it's connected to Alzheimer's. Now, they say it's not the kind that gives you like a cold sore or an STD that 6 and 7 no. are ones that are caught during childhood and they cause the skin condition roseola. Yeah. Uh, that's or, or yeah, well, you know, if uh, you're if you're going to a uh, Halloween party, a Shanker boy, uh, there is uh, a good chance you're going to get uh, Alzheimer's sooner than not. Well, can't you can't you actually uh, <laughs> can't you actually uh, be exposed to the herpes virus but never really uh, show symptoms of it? You're not going to get herpes, in the, you know, where it, it shows. You're actually looking at me like I'm a doctor. <laughs> <I> figured... <laughs> Like medical marginal news, medical, medical, advice. marginal medical news on Saturday morning. Well, How the hell do I know? Well, it's tangentially connected to sperm, so I thought there might be a connection there. And there's a Japanese worker who's been punished for starting lunch three minutes early. Now, that's the headline. And he's had a history of uh, starting lunch early. And yeah. you know, the, uh, the company had pretty fanatic, uh, or they were... Uh, pretty serious in their lunchtime. You take a full hour of lunch, and it's on top of the hour to top of the hour. And uh, this really has to do with how crazy they are in uh, in, in Japan. Uh, some laws were passed after a couple of people died from uh, what they call uh, karoshi or overwork. I mean, Jap- the Japanese people, when it comes to work, are nuts. We are all victims of Kiroshi. Yeah. And, and uh, they, yeah, certainly we are, aren't we? <laughs> and they won't uh, take vacations. Uh, there's a law now. You can't uh, work uh, more than 100 hours uh, overtime. Now, a month. That's 25 hours a week in overtime. And you can't do it more than that now. It's crazy. So anyway, Japanese, three minutes early, you're done. And we're done. We are done, too. 